Hello, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to the Accomplish Your Podcast. I am Katie, your host. Oh, Miki's here. (laughs) You forgot to introduce me the first time. I know. We got our intros are a little rusty because it's been a little while, but we have a special guest with us tonight. We have Justin Brecht, who is a policy analyst for Oregon and works very closely with the senators and knows a lot on politics. So we thought um, it'd be a treat to bring him on again this year and talk about the election that's coming up for Oregon. So you guys sent in some questions. Um, But really quick, before we get into that, just in case people didn't hear our last episode, our seven listeners didn't listen to that episode (laughs) of 2020. Give them your background. My background. So I... currently work for 12 senators at the Oregon State Capitol. I do mainly anything that has to do with judicial policy, tax policy, um, veterans issues and emergency issues, emergency preparedness, and anything that has to do with procedures of the legislature or election type uh, laws. I didn't even know all that. Mm-hmm. I'm intimidated. I have, well, I mean, so that's currently what I'm doing. Before, I also did <clears throat> environmental policy, transformation, transportation policy, um, education policy, audits, <laughs> the whole, quite a bit of them. So, yeah. but I'm not on those at the moment. So, I'm not as up to date on them as I am for some of the other ones. So, like anything with the courts or judicial stuff or, um, Crime, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And also, I don't know if you mentioned this while I was turning the TV down, but um, veteran um, served in Iraq for how many? It was two years? One year, two year? I was in the Marines for four years and did two tours in Iraq. Yeah, I think that's important. To Fallujah in 2004. Yeah. And then I did another tour to Iraq in 2006. Wow. Yeah, I think it's important. I always like hearing about people in politics that have done um, our war veterans or military or anything like that. I just think it gives you a little extra uh, extra respect on my part. Just throw it in there. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm also brilliant and handsome. <laughs> and I've got, and I have a degree in political science with a minor in law and legal studies. And originally you were going to school, you were thinking about doing attorney work, right? Yeah. And still mm-hmm. are thinking about mm-hmm. possibly going that So direction. right now I don't, like, mm, right now I actually help write write the laws. So that's actually what I do do is help them write uh, laws instead of going to court about them. We're actually writing them and creating them. When I talk to... Or stopping them. Yeah. That's usually what we're doing, stopping them. <laughs> <laughs> I realize like how little I actually know about like how our system works <laughs> every time I oh. talk to Justin and Me hear too. like what things have to go through in order to like get to become <laughs> become a you know a law or whatever it may be I just feel very lost in that um in that arena so I guess like for a total newbie like politics for dummies give an overview of like Oregon and but also um I, Obviously, I feel like most of the time I've always landed kind of in the middle, 
but the last like couple years, if anything, being in Oregon, I'm 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 right leaning just off of a lot of things lately. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it's always been. I mean, I, and I I think there's a lot of people that would agree, you know, and then there's other people that are the opposite, you know. Yeah. And I respect both sides, obviously, but um, where do you kind of fall? I think um, that's important. For people to well, know. I mean, okay, so just full disclosure, I work for the twelve. Senate Republicans senators here mm-hmm. in Oregon. There's 30 senators all together um, for Oregon. So each one of them. So the state has um, got a mil- couple million, few million people. And so they have about mm, 45% of them. So they're representing 45% of them. Um, I am probably more just depends on issue, right? So it's doesn't just because I work for Republicans doesn't right. necessarily mean I agree on everything, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> it depends on the issue. Yeah. Oh wait, but so I, what you're saying is But I will say though, I do have a perspective of when you first look at like anything, you're supposed to kind of look at like, okay, what's the landscape of what is actually going on, not just how I feel things should be going on. Like first look at what like any doctor is going to be like hey what symptoms does a patient have mm-hmm. and then from there then you try to diagnose something so for me when i look at like what's going on <clears throat> in the state you have 30 years of only one party who's been in charge like that's that's a fact like it's just a fact i mean you couldn't imagine Imagine that at the federal level, like, you know, mm-hmm. how people would be crazy if only yeah. one party ruled the federal government for 30 years. And that's what you have here in Oregon, like the state government. So I, I it's hard to just for and that party that's ruled is the Democrats. Um, and just, just the way it is. I'm not even trying to be yeah. partis- partisan about it, but right. the. Um, <clears throat> So it's hard for them to blame the, all the problems that are currently going on in Oregon on Republicans mm-hmm. because they've been in charge and putting all these in place for 30 years. Sure. And that's not to say Republicans wouldn't have had their own set sure. of issues if they'd sure. been in charge oh, for absolutely. 30 yeah. years. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. Got swing a little bit. And that's totally true. Yeah. So yep. your identity isn't with the party is what you're essentially saying. Mm, your soul. Well, I, I, I would say because of... Because, Mainly because of that, I yeah, I register as a Republican. Yeah. Yeah. But but you said something that's important that I think a lot of people like right now in the last couple of years haven't said is um, maybe you align with the party, but you're also you mentioned that you don't agree with. No, I don't agree with everything. And a lot of people can't say that. <laughs> well, it's like super easy. Well, that's actually response. really bad. <laughs> no, like that's actually then you're not. Yeah, I mean, people can't take responsibility yeah. a yeah. lot of times and admit that it on both sides. You know, like for sure. So I think that's important going into this conversation to realize, like, oh yeah, okay, you you know you work with. Well, okay, this might be a really silly question. I hope more people are wondering this. Can you give us what a senator's position is like and what like like I said I feel very uneducated when it comes to like our system and how things go with at a state level Mm -hmm. at a state level so it's 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 somewhat similar to like the set up like the federal government that people boast now you have the house of representatives and here in Oregon like the federal house of representatives there's like I think they're I don't know how many it grows every year and it's based on population okay Mm. Oregon's isn't so that it has so or the federal ones there's like four hundred and something 
House of Representatives on the federal level, and it grows every year. Oh. It grows every census. <clears throat> every 10 years, it will grow. There will be more. But in Oregon, it's maxed out. Like, the House of Representatives is maxed out at 60. And this is all based on, like, what the Constitution says you can do and how many members can be. So, like, no matter how big the state's population gets, they'll always have 60 reps, okay. House reps. On the Senate side, for the federal level, it, no matter how big the population gets, there will only ever be two per state. So there's a hundred... senators per state? Yeah, from the federal level. So no matter how big the population grows... I thought you said there was like 12 no, the, senators. For the, so I'm talking about the federal level. Okay. For the state okay. level, oh, for the state, okay. where I, state level where I work at, there's 30. So it's half the amount of the ones that are in the House. So for every two House of Representatives there are for the Oregon government, there will be one senator. So, pop, um, so like for every, for every house rep, there's about in their lines that they draw for like their where they are responsible for. <clears throat> there is about a seventy thousand, maybe eighty thousand people in a house district. So one senate district has about one hundred sixty thousand people. Okay. So for so and there's thirty of them. Okay. And going over the amounts, go over what, like, their, so we know their title, what's, like, what, just a brief description of what their uh, job duties are. So their job duties will depend on what they're assigned once they get elected. So, like, they're, once you get elected, <coughs> then um, you get assigned to certain go lay down. Uh, committees. And the committees, there's, like, some committees are more powerful than other committees. So, like, the committees that deal with all the money that is spending, like the state spending, the billions of dollars that, that oh, spend your tax money, yes. the way to spend it, that's called the Ways and Means Committee. So that's the most powerful committee. Like that's the one that um, once you get elected, that's the committee you'd want to be on, right? Because uh -huh. then you get to help decide where the money is going. And senators and House representatives? Yeah. All no, both work yeah, together but, on committees. Yes. No. Oh, oh, well, on that one they do. Okay. but But not usually. Okay. Not usually, but that is a, that's an exception to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, so the other committee that would be powerful would be like Senate Revenue Committee. So instead of spending the money, that committee decides how they're going to tax you. Mm. And how? So how, that what? one's a power, like, so there's, there's different, as opposed to say, Human Services Committee. Like that one isn't necessary. Yeah. yeah. It's not as like, it's, a, I mean that, that all those yeah. issues around that are important. Yeah, or same absolutely. thing with like the veterans committee. Yeah. Those committees are important, but they're not like as like, they just don't have the, they don't affect everything. Yeah. 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 That At what is like, level do the, the committee that's so, talking about money, what do they have to, like, what do people have to do to get their voices heard? Because I'm assuming they're supposed to be representing the people mm -hmm. when it comes to those. I think generally they do, actually. Okay. Like, I think generally they do. Um, it's just that the ones that aren't representing your viewpoint sure. <laughs> I usually represent, like, so there's, like, the majority of the people, if you go to Portland, yeah. their representatives certainly aren't going to represent rural Oregon mm -hmm. and that's just the nature of how we have an elected system so mm -hmm. Port the Portland area the Eugene area some of Salem some of Bend 
those air and some of uh, Ashland, those areas are the main stomping grounds for like the Democrat Party. So for the committees, are they also split into parties, or is no. it just by chance? No. Uh, so so that good good question. Yeah. So so whoever's in charge, like the Democrats are in charge, so the Democrats decide who's on what committees. Okay. And they'll always make sure that there will be three Democrats and yeah. two Republicans. Yeah. Okay. So the Republicans will always get outvoted. So mm-hmm. that's how, and the Republicans would do the same thing mm-hmm. if they were in charge, if they had a majority of people, right? Mm-hmm. That that's actually not that's not like nefarious or bad or whatever. It's just the way it is. That's mm-hmm. how that's how it works. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> so. There's exceptions to that, though. Some, some, the Veterans Committee has two Republicans and two Democrats. Um, that's the only committee, I think, that I know of that actually has an even number of both. But nobody usually ever disagrees <laughs> on a bill coming out of the Veterans Committee, quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of how it's set up. And so it's kind of like... Um, how so the Senate president or the House speaker is the one who's going to assign people to different committees. So if they're angry at you, they will pull you off of a committee and put you on like a really shitty committee. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you, you want yeah, like the like some one that doesn't yeah, do anything. Or they could just entirely like so that's how that works. So they can that's also a way to like leverage things. This might be a others. silly question. So, no matter what, though. So, if a Republican was the governor, then Republicans would kind of be taking over like the Senate spots. Is no, that what you're saying? No. no. Okay. No, no. The governor is completely different. Completely different. Completely uh, doesn't have anything to do with the legislature in that way. Okay. So, completely different. That's like a separation of powers issue in okay. the Constitution. So, or interesting. I would have thought they were lumped together. To be no, honest with you. no, 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 no. So, so it's easy to kind of put a lot of blame on what's happening on like our governor, which well, it is. It is. Well, because but, it is. But then there's also more things as far as like our taxes going to things we don't want them to go to that aren't related to the governor. Always. No, no. So that's so that's why people should be upset about her constant emergencies is because she and the Oregon like the Oregon Health Authority mm-hmm. is making a permanent mask mandate rule, which just passed. Even though nobody showed up to support it, um, they the difference is is that the governor is making laws now through her agency. So how it's supposed to work is is the governor is supposed to enforce the laws the legislature makes. Like she has like like enforcement kind of mm. what the law. She's not supposed to make laws. Like okay. the legislature, the Senate and the House never passed a law saying we should have permanent masks. Right. They did that through her executive branch agencies. So that right there, and they're going to do that. They're going to say that they have the authority to do it because the legislature in statute gave them broad authority to um, uh, make administrative rules for the public health. Now, you could, you're right. When the legislature said that in statute, they didn't mean, like, 
you can totally take over in everybody's lives, but I mean, I mean, what, where does it stop? You know? Yeah. Like, so that's not how it's supposed to work. That's not how it's supposed to work. And Oregon is, uh, is pretty extreme on that. Like they, the governor has taken quite a bit of liberty and power from the legislature itself. So that, like, that is what's not supposed to happen. So, and then one of the questions somebody had, we can, we can get to those in a second, but I know it was like, what is on the people to like, so basically like, what can people do? What's in their power when something starts coming out? Well, Cause I think a lot, specifically Oregon, like a lot of us have just felt like, oh well, my gosh, like I write an email, yeah. I'll make a phone call. Is that really doing anything? Like, is it like what? So they've written bills to end the governor's emergency or to, they've written bills to like, I've helped them do it. And to not enforce, like, not have children in schools wearing masks all day, right. which totally is not science. Yes. It's just not. And so, um, but none of the bills pass because there's a majority of Democrats okay. in the Senate. So, like, the legislature could stop the governor from doing this stuff if it had the right people in there. Mm-hmm. Like so, but they, we, but they won't. So we, that we, well, the Democrats will never give it a hearing in committee. So they'll never even hear the bill. Mm. They'll never even hear the bills to say the governor can only have this much power during a time of emergency or this and that, or her emergencies can only last so long. And the whole point of all of that too, is the legislature is more responsive to like people because you have one person only representing a small pe- amount of people. Whereas the governor has the whole state and isn't, um, she's not supposed to make laws. So, um, that is kind of where it's at. That sounds very hopeless. Wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so what's the point of even having the 14 if they don't even get to have their right. voices heard themselves? What do you mean? Well, like, they don't even get to hear the bills, you said? Yeah, no, only the Republicans, yeah, because yeah. the Republicans are ones who don't. So yeah. you sh- well, you've got to still show up and debate. Oh, okay. So they're just, once you get there, they're just so, kind of So then, we, well, that's where it's like procedurally, then you're like, okay, they're not going to let hear any of these in committee. We're going to make speeches and put out press releases about what we're doing and they won't give it a hearing. And when we do even like try to have a bill come before them, the Democrats will, but they'll just say no. You know, so they're on record doing like, no, we're not even going to talk about that. We don't want, we don't want to try to reasonably make sure the governor isn't acting and the OHA isn't acting solely by themselves because that's, and that's why I always laugh when they say, oh, we want to protect democracy because democracy isn't, isn't one person rule. Democracy is supposed to be rule of the people, which you kind of asked about at the beginning here, and uh, with some, with, certainly with limits. But um, that's the complete opposite, is that when you have one person making emergency rules constantly, that's not part of, even remotely part of a democratic, like small d, d- democrat. Right. Voting. Do we right vote on who's in the legislature? Yeah. Yeah. See, this is this will be titled like politics for dummy. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> I, I didn't know, know that. I that. don't know anything. 
so, be there. So when is that election? So I'm just realizing so how important... Depends, on, depends like, on what you're registered as. So if you are registered as a Republican, you are going to vote in um, May. It's, a, it's called a primary election. And the primary election is when each party decides who is going to be their main person. So if you're a Republican for, or Democrat. Uh, nope, you can't. It, only if you're a registered Republican, you can vote only for Republican candidates. In, what about in, independent? In, if you're a Democrat, then you can only vote for Democrat candidates. If you're an independent, then you can only vote for the independent party. If you register an independent, it doesn't mean you're independent of the Republican and Democrats. It means you are in the independent party. And I bet you nobody can tell me (laughs) a single single person (laughs) of the independent party is. And so basically you won't vote. If you're a registered independent or a non-affiliate voter, yeah, that's really easy. All you got to do is go online to the Secretary of State's office and it will take like three minutes to say like re-register. So it's almost strategic to register as a Democrat so you can have... So you could say, so say, yeah, I mean, well, I mean... Or or depending on the obvious views, but like, or if you were really worried about the certain Republicans getting in, it might be... You'd have to have a lot of people do that. Another stupid question. But, but that's, that is why, like, what you're registered as matters, because then you will get to decide, like, do I want an extremist? Or do I want, like, somebody who's somewhat moderate, middle, and not going to be super extreme? If you're registered in the Republican Party or the Democrat Party... That is where you'll be able to vote in the primary. That's a primary. Now, and if you're not registered as anything, or you're registered as a non-affiliated, you're not, you don't even get a ballot to vote during the primary. You don't even get one because you are non-affiliated. That's actually genuinely like what people would think. But if you register that way, then you actually don't get to vote like for somebody. Mm. So, yeah, you can be, but if you vote, you register as an independent, that means you're in the independent party. And the independent party of Oregon is like an arm of the Democrat party. So, like, they did this last year with Kate Brown. Like, they had their independent running. His name was Patrick Starnes. He knew he wasn't going to go anywhere. He dropped out and then endorsed the Democrat. Right? Mm-hmm. They, they they do this on purpose. Like so, they they're playing. There's a, there's a little game there. So if you register as an independent, it doesn't mean what most people think it means. It yeah, no, this is news it to me. Doesn't yeah. so. And, I def- and, that's what I've always been registered as. Yeah. So <sighs> we'll have to change that up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then, so after, and that you know, after the primary is then November is the. Is the main election, and then that's how like people are decided. And that's why you only see one person against one person right. going up against each other because that's who won the primary of each party. How in the hell are people winning the primaries? That I, I, oh, well, this isn't state level, but like for example, like I felt like the Democratic Party had some really good nominations for the twenty twenty election. Like I love Tulsi Gabbard, mm-hmm. but they pick the like what is happening. Like, I don't, I truly in my heart don't believe that that represents, like, the majority of Democrats. Because I know a lot of good Democrats that aren't with, I think there's a big difference. I was just talking to Dad about this. Like, the classic liberal is not what we're seeing today. Right. Classic liberal is, like, you do your thing as long as you're not hurting other people. Cool. Yeah. But it's, like, this 
authoritarian. Like if you don't mm. agree with my lifestyle, my choices, you're a, a bigot and you're this right. and you need to be labeled as this. Yeah. You're a dem- domestic terrorist, blah, blah, blah. Like right. what is, it's just this crazy left. And I, I feel like that's why like, I really hate Oregon's politics because that's what I feel like is running the show. Yeah. A lot of it's He's, coming from... I'm our, sure there's some reasonable, you know, obviously. It, 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 and there's would, crazy Republicans, too, but, like... Sure. Yeah, but I, w- I would say, in general, especially for, like, the Democrats, like, a lot of... The, some of the crazy ideas come straight from the universities. Mm. The specific universities in, like, the Pacific Northwest and California. Um, <clears throat> just as, like, a regional school of thought. Um, did that's you see it when you from. were in school? When yeah, you- I did. I saw the start of it. Like, I saw some of the start of what they're doing now. Red, like, what um, were some red flags you think, like, students should be aware of? That like, you think I are? mean, I, I, in general, I think one of the things that they will, like, they're always going to push quite a few things, a few buttons that sound nice, but don't play out real in, like, the real world. Like, so college usually takes, like, a thousand foot, like, theoretical view on a bunch of stuff, which is useful, but... At the same time, like, where the rubber meets the road, like, some of that shit just doesn't play out the way right. they think yeah. on policy-wise, so... <clears throat> mm. Give an example. Something like, in Oregon, specifically. Sure, like, I mean, right now, like, they'll constantly talk about, like, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Like, you hear that from the call. That came straight from the college, <laughs> colleges, mm-hmm. and... Um, but in practice... Inclusion and and equity are fundamentally at odds with each other. Like fundamentally, they're they're not even compatible. In order to have equity, it means you have to exclude. Mm -hmm. Like you have to exclude if you're going to redistribute things, which means you're not going to include. Like inclusion, you you are going to absolutely exclude things. And so... There's that, and so you, I see that a lot in, like, it's coming out quite a bit now in laws where, and it's also, like, become a violation of, like, the Constitution, like, the 14th Amendment, or even Oregon's Constitution, the Equal Protection Clause, where um, you they're going to make race-based discrimination. So, like, they're only going to give money if you are a certain, based on your skin color. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that is so opposite of mm-hmm. this. Like, it is. It just is. Mm-hmm. Like, that is regressive. That's not progressive. But so, people are looking at it from a lens of um, right. trying to make up for, mm-hmm. you know, obviously it's it's been a couple years of a lot, like a lot of racial tension yeah. brought to surface. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I mean, there's, but I mean, that, that still doesn't, like, we've done this before, making laws based on race. Whether you mm-hmm. think it's for a good cause or not. Right. I'm sure they did back in, you know, the Jim Crow era. Yes. They thought it was for the best. Right. You know, separate but equal. Yeah. You know, nonsense. Like, I mean, it, it just is. You know, you, there's always shitty, it's, there's always reasons for shitty they ideas. They put a lot of, they play on people's emotions. They because, do. Because, you know, from like you said, that thousand foot view, they're saying like, oh, well, don't you, don't you want, like, oh, with this is a perfect example, the mm-hmm. um, voting rights and mm-hmm. like what's going on is um, you, you, they don't want you to have to have an ID. 
And really, they're trying to play it that that's right. for the black community, okay. but really, right. that's actually eliminating I, the black community a lot and giving it to immigrants. I, I'll give you a perfect example. So, in month, on Tuesday, the legislature is going to meet for one month in Oregon, and they're going to pass a bunch of laws. And one of the laws that is at the forefront of like the committees that I'm on that is exactly about what we were just talking about mm-hmm. is a law that doesn't allow the police... To pull anyone over for a burnt out tail light, headlight, or stoplights on their car. Now, the reasoning for that is because the traffic stops they say that come out of these are racist. They disproportionately pull over people of color for tail lights that are out. Now, that's totally the point of having those laws of having like taillights and turn signals that work is for safety issues. Mm -hmm. Like you don't want a bunch of people driving around with bum headlights. And usually when people do that, either they don't know or they do know, and they probably just don't have car insurance or, I mean, just generally. So they're going to get a ticket for, you know, when you pull somebody over for a headlight and they don't have like other things that they need to have, then you're, they're obviously going to get tickets for those too. Mm-hmm. But just because, just because it is, um, it, just because you have more people, or I don't even know what that means in general for the statistic, like, but they're just claiming it. Like they don't give me the numbers even when you ask for them just like when they you do. asked about the yeah. um, amount of gyms and restaurants that COVID right. should be traced right. back to they it, can't give you a... it, that's and that's the trick right mm-hmm. so they'll claim this shit and then like mm, based on what like though based what are you basing that off of some disproportionate impact disproportionate to what like the population of the united states population of Oregon, the population of a town, a county, what are you basing it off of? Mm-hmm. And like, it just doesn't, um, compute. It's, it's bad science too. Like you're not supposed to do science that way by just making, jumping from one claim to another right. and saying, therefore this is happening. Therefore, um, I'm going to do away with this one. It just doesn't, it's really bad public policy. And that they're going to run with it. And then that wouldn't surprise me if they pass that one. Yeah. Wow. And they'll, they'll call it police accountability. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I, I would love to not get a ticket if my, I didn't know my headlight was out. Right. You know? Yeah. If I didn't know. I mean, if I know, I'm going to change it. Right. And most cops aren't going to give you, give a, you ticket a ticket for, for that. It, they're yeah. going to say, did you know? Yeah. And you're going to be like, oh, shoot. I know I didn't. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's coming. Wow. There's a bunch of other ones coming, too, that are going to, um, like, have... Uh, there's a really bad one. Mm-hmm. Is they're going to pass a law to let almost every single criminal case that didn't have a unanimous jury be retried in Oregon. Say that one more time. Every so Oregon and Mississippi for the longest time were the only states to not have you. You could be convicted of of a felony, 
by a non-unanimous jury. So if you have 12 jurors, it would only take 10 or 11 jurors to convict you of a crime okay. rather than a 12, a full jury. A full okay. jury. So, <clears throat> and that was that way. It's been that way forever. Um, and so what they're saying now is that every case, so, and it was depending on what kind of felony you had, right? De depending on that. So, so like, um, uh, mur but there was a whole bunch that were tried and they didn't get a full 12. They had, they either had 10 or 11, which was the law of the land forever. Well, they're going to, they say, they want to pass a law now that says anybody who's been convicted under that has to be retried, which is thousands of murder mm -hmm. cases, rape cases, assault cases, um, the, some of the most heinous crimes you can think of, and they're going to have them all retried at the state expense. We don't know how much, some of them are 20 years old. We don't know how much evidence has been kept around. You're going to drag in all the victims and families back into court and they think that's doing like justice because they didn't get charged with all 12 which i don't ever understand because at that point the numerator and denominator being 12 even if you have it at 11 11 is the is right. the unanimous yes. jury right like so like you it none of that shit makes sense but they say it's racist they say Oregon's racist for having that that non-unanimous jury. I don't ask me how, but that like, sounds like it'll be such a long process. But, but I mean, so this is what I'm talking about, though. In general, and to go back to the colleges, to go back to the colleges and all of this, like where all this is coming from, like they're actually having a massive impact on crime how your kids are going to school, what they're being and taught. And we don't vote on like those laws shit. that they're trying to pass, do we? Mm, well, you vote for who's voting for them. Right, okay. So so if there's anything I'm really picking up, it's how important it is to vote in those primaries and really I mean, be paying the, attention the, the to most, I would say the most important thing is to like, I say it not because I'm biased and I work for the Republicans, but I say it because... <laughs> Shit, you need some balance. Yes, yes. You need balance in this state, and you're not going to get it. You're going to continue to have all these problems if you don't. You just are. And um, obviously, if there's a lunatic Republican, don't, don't vote thing. for yeah. them. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you, you can't look at what's going on and who's been running this state forever, and you can't like they they've run out of people to blame right that even the courts have been so when the governor gets elected she appoints a bunch of judges she appoints every single agency in the state which is hundreds of agencies so and they all do what she says and they only appoint their party loyalists that's what my question was earlier. Yeah, they only appoint party loyal people who are loyal. So you have had that for 30 years. And every agency is bent over backwards for them. And there's an interest there. And the only person, like one of the only people recently, they hired an out-of-state person for public records. There's something called the Public Records Advocate and, in Oregon. And... Um, the governor 
she she came from Washington D.C. and they hired her. She's a really sweet. Her name was uh, Ginger McCall, and um, uh, super smart. And she, the governor's office, called her in in there and said, "You're going to be a team player, right? Because we don't like the the wink, wink, nod, nod was we don't want public records always mm. getting out." And she started recording them and writing down what they were telling her because she's not part of the whole system. She right. came out of state to be hired for this job, right? And she's, she's by the way, she's a Democrat. Well, yes. But well, not the Oregon the kind. Logic. Not yes, the Oregon yes. kind. Which is... And it's record, like, I don't want... Yeah, I, and I don't want to... Like, I always... I feel bad talking about this because people or your friends who are Democrats oh. are going to think that I'm like... No. This is naturally how people think that. Like, if you talk shit about mm-hmm. a Democrat... Yeah. I'm a registered Democrat. That means you're talking shit about me. No. No, that's not what I'm talking about, just to nope. be clear. And there's some yeah. crazy far right. There, oh, that absolutely. Are, that are lunatics, Absol- too. Absolutely. It's, it goes both for sure. ways. For sure. Oregon specifically, though, like you said, though, since it's been a 30-year mm-hmm. um, pendulum on the one side, it's just bound to have some real balance issues. That's right. So. Totally. But, yeah, no, for sure. Um, okay, let's get into those questions, and then I want oh. to go over um, the can- candidates. So, hold on one second here. Okay, so I think we've already answered some of these questions, but uh, really quick, just if you had to pick, like, the top two or three biggest uh, issues Oregon has right now and how to fix them, what do you, what would you say? Uh, the biggest one would be what kids are getting taught in schools. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. That is a big one. That one, I think, um, the way to deal with some of that is actually just to have some transparency with the curriculum that's being taught. Why is like, that such a big have, deal, what? too? I mean, because, well, it kind of became more of a big deal with parents because they're were watching over their children's shoulder online for a year or so, even more, during the pandemic. And then yeah. they were like... What the fuck is that? They're um, being taught. That makes sense. And so, so now that. that they're all back in school, it's like I think it's pretty important that we, quite frankly, just modernize to the 21st century here of having them posted online mm-hmm. to their school website. Mm-hmm. This is what's going on in this class today. Now it's super easy to f- figure out. Mm-hmm. This is what we're teaching them for the next month. You know. Yeah. Now they. They're not going to like that. The school, the union, the school, specifically the teachers' unions who don't even represent the teachers well, right, aren't going to like that, and they're not going to like it because they don't want parents involved. They just don't. And um, so I would say that's a big one. And we do have a bill, like the Republicans have a bill to make that happen. Do you think it'll get hurt? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, won't even get a hearing. So, oh, see, so for me, like my brain is just like, well, what is the solution then? Like, what can people do? That, like, yeah, the only way to change that is here. to like literally look around and say, I'm not going to vote for another Democrat who keeps doing this. Like, but you first have to like. That's why I started all this out. Like, mm. the first thing, if you're going to not be an ideologue, you're going to have to sit, step back. Look at what's going on. Diagnose the problem first. Just like any scientist or a doctor and say, wow. Yeah. Or because Oregon's politics are not the federals, right? Mm-hmm. 
So if you're going to try to mix that or do that, you're already on like the wrong course because it's just not the way it is. And it's going to, you don't have to take my word for it, but I'm not lying. Mm -hmm. So, um, the only way to change that is to actually have more balance. Right. And by the way, if the Republicans were all 100% in charge, I would say the same thing. Same, yeah. I would say the same thing. Like, you don't want one party with absolute control for very... Like, that's just bad. Mm -hmm. Historically, factually, like, whatever. Right. So, um, that is probably one... I would say the education stuff is number one. And then I would say number two is obviously some of the public safety stuff that's coming up because um, right now the the Democrats are letting criminals out. Like the governor just commuted a 17-year-old who murdered his mother and attempted to murder his father, commuted his sentence so he can is eligible to get out on parole. And she's done this for thousands of people. And they want to, like, all this criminal stuff that's going on. Portland has, we, you have, like, record number of murders that you've never seen before. And since the 60s and 70s is going on right now. And it's, it's directly related to their bullshit policies. Mm-hmm. It is. There is no doubt about it. Like, it's having an immediate impact. You can't sit there for, uh, watch people riot and call it you know know, yeah they're gonna they're they're feeding you shit and calling it ice cream right you know and and they're doing the same thing for for the policy it's just the way it's going and um it pisses me off right but you get what you vote for yes well and i think there's a lot of people like we said in the beginning that are really like people have been their emotions have been played on the last mm-hmm. few years and there's like this agenda to like make you right. feel like you're a bad right. person if you're not for like right. total forgiveness of somebody sure. or and not that like that that's just a really so, broad term but like you can look at it like idealistically sure it'd be great if criminals wanted to change their paths and make a life for themselves and there are some that do sure but realistically that's not like it's too broad to make that a one thing right well i can tell you right now like so the democrats also have a bill and they're gonna say that republicans are racist and they hate illegal aliens Their bill is going to allocate $10.5 million to... Um, of our money. Of taxpayer money to represent um, people who are up for deportation in Oregon. Now, I'm totally fine with having people equally represented. So they're going to call the bill equal representation. There is nobody who doesn't have equal representation with a lawyer. They want to add services on top of it, other services, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now, who's getting deported in Oregon? I can tell you right now, because Oregon hardly ever deports anybody, right? So mm-hmm. just in Marion County, let me look here. I'll pull it. Hold on one second. I'll pull it up <laughs> real fast. I mean, just, but it's serious. People actually don't quite, I would say that this is actually something that's um, people don't know about. Um, Would you th- say it's related, th- the lack of 
deportation is could be related to the crimes, or is that just a far stretch? Mm, mm, I don't know about that, but I'm just saying like, I, they're about to allocate $10.5 million to people who are up for deportation. And who are the people that are up for deportation is the real question. For the record, too, I'm, I mean, our country is built with immigrants. And sure. they're some of the yeah, hardest I know, working I, but people. This, I, I, you, and you, he's talking about this issue, you can't. You can't not you can't just not bring that up. It's just like because the if you don't, it, okay, so it, it is. But but, but so, no, it is important to note right. it. But Here, uh, let me again. just let me just say this. Okay, let's look at just Marion County for people with ICE detainers that are up for deportation. What crimes? Then this is just Marion County, okay? Just for Marion, rape, thirty-eight people, sex abuse, thirty-eight. Sodomy, 33. Homicide, 23. Assault, 16. Kidnapping, 15. Robbery, 6. Burglary, 2. These are just people that have been caught, just, too. Yeah, just in yeah. Marion County. Those are the ones who are illegally here, who did commit crimes. And the priority of the bill of the Democrats is to give, allocate $10.5 million in allocation to people who are going to up for deportation. And when you these say the allocation, people. use dumb, dummy terms. Do you mean that these people are directly getting money right. to be able yeah, to stay here? Yeah, for, better, for, other, for other lawyers, for other... Uh, okay, to like legalize, yeah. To fight, yes. To other, for other things. Now, like, I don't know what the Democrats are thinking, but you... These are, like, very serious... All it's them. serious stuff here. And that's just for Marion County. It doesn't include Clackamas. But that's a lot of cases. It just is. And they, they, they don't want to talk about that because, like, if you, if you tell people the real numbers about, like, here's how many people are in, literally, in the jail right now for these crimes, very specific ones. Like, Department of Correction has all these numbers, so it's not like we don't know them. That's, that, by the way, that's where I get all those numbers. I didn't just pull that out of my... Yeah, you know, I was going to ask where you're looking. Yeah, so that's like, wait, Department of Corrections. <laughs> yeah, it's from the Department wow. of Corrections. So the Oregon Department of Corrections. So it's not like this is like, I'm just saying that. So it's a problem. Like that's, and then I would say the other problem clearly is going to be the economy um, and all the shit that they have done for small businesses. Mm-hmm. Here's what else I would say too, is the Democrats always play this game is they'll put a policy in place that is super horrible if it were implemented right away and they implement it in phases over a specific number of years. Like, so why, like, this is why people look at their gas and they're like, why is it so high? Well, the shit is being implemented every year Mm -hmm. to raise it like 10 cents and a a number of things. And they're going to call it green energy. But what they're really doing is they're, they are spending millions of your dollars going to non profit organizations that are run by only the Democrats in the state. Like this is something else they do. Mm. Like, so they, they'll only give money to, they'll write it in the law. Now we're going to give money to a nonprofit who only does this kind of work. And the only people who does that kind of work, they wrote it in for it. They're not going to be stupid enough to say only this nonprofit and name the nonprofit. Right. But the categories they use to do that are exactly only for that one. Mm-hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. And it's not to say either that some of the businesses, the, like the huge ones like Intel, don't do this either, but they do it for a ton of their nonprofits. Tons of them in Portland. Tons of them. Uh, especially for in the environment. Um, but uh, Intel also messed around with it too when they were doing with cap and trade. So like they wanted an exemption for only H gases, hydrofluorocarbons. So you'll only be taxed, you'll be taxed for all this, you know, green, you know, carbon and all this stuff. And most people are like, oh, I love the environment. No, no, yeah, no shit. Everybody loves the environment. Like you don't want it to be bad. Nobody wants the environment to be bad. But then they'll say, uh, and Intel will be like, we love the environment too. We love it. We love it. And if you don't like it, then you're a horrible person. And then Intel will be like, uh, we just need to make sure that hydrofluorocarbons are exempted from the definition of carbon. And then you're like, well, shit, who, who's, who uses the most hydrofluorocarbons in the state? Well, it's Intel. They didn't say we're exempting Intel from the tax of the carbon. They just said hydrofluorocarbons. But that's the one who will be the most exempted from it, right? right? Now, if you don't, if you aren't paying attention to in a 200-page bill where that's only in one sentence of it, yeah. you are Sneaky going to be... Snakes in the and grass. this is also why it's important to have legislators who know what they're doing. Yeah. If you have a novice legislator in there who doesn't recognize some of that and reads it, it's going to pass. And then, and then people are going to be down the road two or five years from now. They're going to say, why the hell was Intel exempted? Be like, I mean, you can't say, well, I was an idiot and yeah. didn't know or didn't read it right. I yeah, mean, that's not, an, that's not an excuse. Yeah, right. but, it, but it's not an excuse. It shouldn't if, be. If you're in that that's, that's the point. Yeah. And so this is actually another reason why when people talk about the best way to fix things is term limits. Let's only let legislators have two terms. Well, in what job ever? Can you name me one job where, in any job, doctors, anything, anything, where limiting them to being on the job is the best for that job? No, but it's a different realm. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, I feel like uh, when I think of politicians, it should be a public service. It is. It should be. Doctors aren't a public service. Well, that's absolutely a public service. I guess you're right. Okay, I guess I see that. And name me any job where either the auto mechanic and you say you can only do auto mechanics for for eight years and then you're done. Look at Joe Biden. What has he done in his Mm -hmm. 40-year career? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's perfect. But what I am saying is that if you did that to some of them also, you're you, would, getting you, would be, you would be, too, you would be, yeah. yes. and some of them, and, and, and when you do that, it's guaranteed that you'll only get, no, it's guaranteed, it will be for a fact that you only have novices. And if you only have novices, then that makes the lobbyists and all the governors, executive agencies more powerful because they're going to be there forever. Well, how do you bring balance, though, what we're talking about, if you can't... I don't think you... I, then the balance is you voting them out if they do a shitty job. Well, then... Oh, oh okay. I see All what right. you're saying. Yeah. So, if okay. they're doing a bad job, then vote them out. That is the balance. That's So, you would you say would in win. a perfect world, they can keep just rerunning mm-hmm. every single term. Right. 
I mean, if they're doing a bad job, then vote them out. That's the check to it is, okay. is whatever that last question was, which is what is the power of the people or whatever. Right. And there's actually way more, there's way more things that the people have um, actually than what we've even remotely talked about. That could be its own topic in itself. Mm, okay. Yeah. I'll have to do a part two then. <laughs> we the people. Okay, well then let's talk about contestants. Um, who has what? the contestants? Contestants? <laughs> Candidates. Candidates, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Idol, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. All right. Candidates. Candidates. So let's, let's, uh, how about you have, um, yeah, let's educate people on what are our options and choices. Uh, what do we got going on here? So, for governor, right? Yes. So, for governor, then the... Which top, is November. All right. Both, there's, right? There's, a, there's a whole bunch. There's, so, there's a whole bunch Name, for both I just want you to go over the ones you think have the best shot so, at Okay, so about. the Republicans have... Um, the Republicans have, uh, I would say, Bud Pierce, Stan Pulliam... Um, Carrie McQuestrin and uh, Christine Drazen. Four. I don't know. Uh, I'll say, so Bud Pierce, he's already been, he's won a primary before for governor. He has the most money. Um, he's a doctor. He's a Marine. Um, he is a moderate who supports uh, abortion. Um, he... Uh, he's very moderate. Then you, he's kind of a, a lot like Newt Bueller. And then you have um, Stan Pulliam, who I would say is probably struggling to get some money raised. <clears throat> um, he is probably more, he's certainly more of a candidate who is going to um, go after people um, like vigorously about like the mandates and somebody who is, um, he has a support of like the base of the Republican party, which is going for him. So it's a good chance. Oh, it's a good chance. That's he, different since the last time I asked you about him. Um, but that doesn't mean he's going to win because it takes money. So you couldn't have like, there's still people. So there's, so. And it's a tax you, write off, right? You have the support. Yeah, it is. so if you have the support of, but he's got like a great social media mm -hmm. and he's really doing that well. That doesn't always translate though into mm -hmm. winning. So I don't know. And he, I mean, so most, a lot of people like his message. Carrie McQuestrin is an East, so she's the only one from like Eastern Oregonian, who's Eastern Oregon who's running. She, and so Stan, Stan's a mayor. Carrie is also. Um, I think she's a, she comes from the mayor's like small town. Um, she also struggles to get money. She gets less than Stan, but there's a certain faction of the Republican party that will vote for her. Um, and then you have Rep Drazen, who she was the leader of the house Republicans for the last two years. So she's, she she also she has an ability to raise money like Bud Pierce does. Um, so you, I would say those four, and I think there, I think there's like 
15 other, like there's 15 of them. But I would say those four are probably uh, for the Republicans to win the primary in May. Um, One of them. I don't know which one, but that's kind of the lineup there. On the Democrat side, the Democrats, you have Tina Kotek. I would would say she is the 100% clear... Number one, I, I would I would be surprised if she loses. Mm. Uh, and she is worse than Kate Brown. I've worked with her for years. She is worse than Kate Brown, but she is way worse. Um, and a liar, like a liar. And I don't say that about many people right. that I work with. Um, because usually most people, even if they're wrong about something, they're genuine about mm-hmm. it. She straight up lies. And she she backstabs. I would she's worse than Kate Brown. Kate Brown will at least keep her word with you. Mm-hmm. Kotek will not. She's a liar. Um, you have Tobias Reed, who um, <laughs> he's the current state treasurer. Um, I think he's struggling a little bit to get money um, aside from getting it from his mom and dad, and then. Um, uh, you have the other one. He used to be a writer for the New York Times. His name is Nicholas Kristof. Mm-hmm. He is probably not going to be eligible to run, but he has raised quite a bit of money. A lot of money. From like celebrities. Like Angelina Jolie yeah. has yeah. given him money. There, Yeah, there's Wait, a bunch of celebrities. Why not eligible? He's not, because in Oregon you have to have lived here for three years. Uh... He says he, he says he feels that he's lived here for three years. <laughs> But if you read like like, like the back of his book, like his like most recent book that he wrote mm-hmm. that came out a year ago, mm-hmm. if you look on the back of it, it says, "Where do you live with your wife? New York." Oh. <laughs> and where where was the last place you voted? New York. Oh. Over a year ago, like and yeah. so, uh, so like he's raised a shitload of money, and the Democrat. So like Kotek is the mo- worried the most about him. Because he can raise the most money. He's a New York Times writer. And um, he grew up in Yamhill County. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Democrats really want him to get out. Okay. But they're, I, I would say that I actually agree with the Democrats on this though. Mm-hmm. Right? Like he, he just isn't eligible. Mm-hmm. I would like for him to be eligible. To Where not let Kotech all- win. Okay. Because I think Kotech is the worst. But like I, I really do. She, I think she is. She represents the worst. She, the worst of the Democrats have to offer, mm. the, f- for sure, like guaranteed. And anyway, um, I would say those three on the Democrat side. But I am almost certain Kotek is going to win the primary. Like I'm very. I would be very surprised if she didn't. Very surprised. So those surprised. are like the top three Democrats. For, yeah, so for Republicans and Democrats. And then you have the one and only <laughs> Betsy Johnson, who is the non-affiliated voter. She she was a Democrat for the last 20 years, a Senator Democrat for the last 20 years. And she... Quit her job. She was on... So, uh, like I told you, the most powerful committee's Ways and Means. Mm -hmm. She was the Ted Honcho of Ways and Means. Mm. She was the chair of it. And she quit it and gave it up 
When? Like a month ago, quit being a senator and said, I'm sick of the bullshit and I am going to run as a non-affiliated. Wait, wait, wait. But she was for the Democrat side. No. She voted extremely independent. Okay. Like, I mean, the Democrats hate her. The Democrats hate her. And the Republicans... Justin's eyes are twinkling. <laughs> yes. And um, they asked her, the media the other day, they asked her, like, uh, are you, you, you going to try to be an independent governor like uh, Jesse Ventura? Do you know who Jesse Ventura is? Mm-mm. Jesse Ventura was a wrestler. Okay. Jesse Ventura was a wrestler, and he won. I can't remember which state he won to be the governor of, like, maybe almost 20 years ago, somewhere in there. And he was, like, he always spoke out about how much he hated the Republicans and Democrats, and he still won. Mm-hmm. You know, like a, a fake wrestler, right? You know, yeah. like a big dude. <laughs> and WWE like, Yeah, I'm gonna, I carry a snake. You know, and like Betsy Johnson, yeah, Betsy Johnson, they asked Betsy Johnson, are you going to be an independent governor like Jesse Ventura? And she was like, uh, no, I look bad in a boa. (laughs) A boa snake. (laughs) 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 And they asked her if she had anything nice to say about Kotek, who is like her, like, please say something nice about Tina Kotek. And Betsy Johnson was like, oh, okay, super easy. I would say that she has done the best job she could possibly do to grab as much power as possible during a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true though. So so she's so funny. And Betsy Johnson is a lawyer, but she comes from the working class. Her um, background, she owns a company, a helicopter company out in Scapoose. She... um, uh, she doesn't have to run in a primary. She's raised more money than all of them. Wow. Wow. Than That's all of them. Than all of them. Than so anyone, I, any person I just so named. She has raised more money than anyone. She doesn't have to spend any money on a primary because she's a non-affiliated. But a lot of people vote because they just see an RRD next to somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. But Betsy Johnson has never voted for taking somebody's gun rights. Betsy Johnson has never voted for a number of other things. And like tax, she knows tax, like she taxes, no, like better spending. Like she's just just across the board. So. And then what about COVID? That's what a lot of people are wondering. She is totally against mask mandates, totally against forcing people to get a vaccination. Um, She's for abortion. Yeah. You said that was So she, she would be in, in that one. I know there's a lot of people that obviously mm-hmm. that's a for really Republic? hot topic. Yeah. But, um, and I get why. Like I, I have my own opinions on it too. But sometimes it's almost like you gotta, you gotta pick a middle ground at, at some point, you know, and decide what. So it was New Bueller. Right. And so, so I mean, what are you going to do when, if Bud Pierce wins the Republican nomination? Mm-hmm. He's for abortion too. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's already. I mean, legal. I mean, so like, like, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, honestly, like, but like, it's a- at the end of the day, like, <clears throat> the difference if you're going to, if you're only going to be a single issue voter, then you mm-hmm. you also have like you just have problems. Yeah. No, that's a good. If it's you, point. you have to balance this stuff out. And this is what I, yeah, it goes back to all the, the very beginning of what we said, like. 
I can vote for somebody who doesn't, I don't agree with 100%, you know? If you're going to vote for somebody with 100%, then you probably have the problem. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, I think Justin saved his favorite for last. Yeah. Just Uh, him. The way he was talking got me excited. I was like, keep going, keep going. (laughs) Tell us more. (laughs) I was getting excited. Betsy's funny. And and she is. By the way, she's going to mop the floor with them. Oh, so in a debate. I'm excited. She, well, you, you, can, we she's can watch hilarious. the debates, right? Yeah. Okay. If they'll let her. Because she's well, not running as a Republican or Democrat. Why does that matter? You have to have a certain percentage of people who, in a poll vote, say they're going to vote for her you know, to make the debate. that poll? I don't know. I don't know the answer okay. to that. I don't know. Um, but Maybe let me know. Yeah. Anyway, spread that word. Yep. To all five of our listeners. <laughs> Just kidding. Betsy um, Johnson. If you want to read her interview, it's it's. I think it's I did hilarious. on your Facebook. You shared it. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> it is, and she's always like that. That's not just that interview. Yeah. Matter of fact, the interview like she's even more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. We like a good sense of humor. Oh, she's witty. She's the most witty senator I've ever worked around. <laughs> That's awesome. And well, best spoken too. Mm. And and she does her homework. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm well. I'm excited to see. You. I'm hopeful, even though we definitely had some low points in this talk. Of yeah, we were like not sure what we, <laughs> the people can do. But Boring. Maybe we'll have another talk about specific. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, this is really this is helpful for me, Justin. So oh, thank good. you so much. Oh yeah, putting it all together. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. Only politics for dumb. Thanks for taking anything. Yeah, no, me neither. Right. Thanks for taking the time to come out and explain you sure. know, politics for dummies. We didn't even get yeah. to the questions people asked. <laughs> I, I think we did go did over we? a lot of them. Yeah. Did we, did we miss everything? any? What no. did we miss? Nope. We went over all of them. We went over all of these. Okay. Yeah. So thank you so much. You're thank welcome. You. Thanks for having me. Of course. What a treat. Thank you guys for listening. And then if you have any questions... Um, send them our way and I'll send them to Justin and pick his brain <laughs> when he's not. February is a busy month for you though, huh? He's busy now. He's back. Yep. He's back emailing yes. important people. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with another special guest, even if it's just Bye. Mickey. <laughs>